Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Uh, we're going to go a little sideways today in terms of uh, topic, uh, maybe tonality. Uh, I'm just We're just going to have a conversation today, and I'm, I'm going to explain why in a moment. You know, I'm here. It's a, it's a beautiful day here in Central Florida. Yes, we're still on lockdown. Um, you know, I'll have my cup of coffee if you're watching me. And, and you know, what I want to talk about is the future of business development. You know, one of the things that this whole pandemic has demonstrated is that advisors have got to be nimble and be open-minded and flexible to how they approach growing their business. You know, I was reading a recent article in, I think it was in Investment News uh, a couple weeks ago, and they were talking about a survey they did, and they talked about how some advisors are bringing on new clients, new assets, um, you know, they're growing their businesses, and others feel like they're totally shut down because their offices are shut down, they can't physically see people, and so on. And, you know, what that tells me is that we are now starting to see uh, the bifurcation in terms of business development in our industry. And, uh, you know, for me, uh, I have uh, almost 200 advisors inside of Magellan Network. I personally coach over 70 uh, individually every month. Uh, and they're in all different disciplines, right? So from wirehouses to pure RA to fee only. And, and I get a real good fee, kind of what's out there, what people are doing, what's working, what doesn't work anymore. And, uh, and I do think we are now inter interesting, uh, entering a place where mod modern marketing and modern business development are going to be the, the, the name of the game going forward. And, and I'm going to give you, and for, a, for, for instance, if you will, a, a um, history lesson real quick. So if I said if we're going to go back in 1990, say it's 1990 right now, and I came to you and said, look, you're a financial advisor. You get business from cold calling, right? Think or stockbroker back then. Um, I say, look, I've got this new innovative way. Let me explain what it is. We we mail people invitations, and they come to these educational events. We buy them dinner, right? This is 1990 now, right? And or or we're going to do an educational series at a college over several nights, and that's how we're going to attract new people. No more cold calling, right? And if, if you have been around long enough, you've been in this game long enough, you know that advisors who played the seminar and the adult education game in the 90s, I mean, I've got clients who built their entire businesses on that model, you know, 20, 25 years ago. And so here we are today. So what, what is, what's that conversation like today? So let's fast forward to 2020, you know, 30 years. If I said to you, hey, if you were to take all your business development and put it online in terms of content, in terms of lead and sales funnels, in terms of online masterclasses, because that's the way the, your, your marketplace, your current buyer is going to want to get engaged with you. Because here's what's happening in our industry. And there's some not so good things happening. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I see a lot of advisors pushing content, which I think is great. 
some of it's not so good, by the way. So, so let's have content conversation. If your idea of, oh, I'm doing, oh, yeah, I'm out there, I'm posting on LinkedIn and Facebook business, and, and, and you're regurgitating third-party junk that every advisor in your outfit has access to, and it doesn't have anything to do with you. So remember, there's two types of content. There's information, and then there's putting your personal brand out there, you. Whenever you, an advisor, push out a third-party document, piece of content, whatever it happens to be, you are pushing information, which is okay. Don't expect much. What you need to do, the driver for, for, for digital marketing or social media is about you injecting your personality into that conversation. It is not enough to just take something that's approved by compliance, slap it up on LinkedIn, and say, here, world, consume it. It tells me nothing about you. It's junk. It's garbage. It's not going to get me to want to engage with you. It's informational. I have no idea who you are. See, the advantages we had in the old world was what? If you were out there networking physically, right, people got to know you, they got a sense of your vibe, right? If you're doing workshops, people got to know you, sense of your vibe, right, energy, stuff like that. Uh, you decline events, bring a guest, people can kind of get to know you. That's why Zoom or, or uh, video, uh, virtual video uh, events are so important right now because you get the essence of the advisor in that room, not just information. So if you're out there and just pushing information, do not expect a lot of results. And that's where a lot of advisors are frustrated. They'll hire companies. We're not going to name them, right? Because they're all various, they're all in various stages of what they do. But if you're an advisor and you're abdicating your business owner responsibility to not, I'm not saying you have to master it, but you better understand what digital marketing is. You better understand what social media marketing is, right? And I'm and let me explain the differentials in a second. I have seen advisors just kind of turn over the keys to a third party, pay them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a month on, on multi-month, if not a year-long contract. And, I, and I, I've and like I've got some, a new client. I said, and we're not going to get to names. They've retained this well-known uh, digital market or social media a coach slash company, pay him five, six hundred bucks a month, whatever it is. And I go, what do they do for you? And he goes, well, we're running, we're running ads. I said, so what's the ad, you know, what's the ad? Why, what are the conversion rates? What's your click-through rates, right? Um, what, you know, where's the data points? I doesn't get them, right? I go, what are we offering? Well, we got a white paper. I said, okay, great. Where is it? Is it on a landing page? Like, where's it housed? How do I access it? I don't know. They're handling all that. Okay, I get it. And yet you're now coming and saying you're upset and pissed off because you're not getting results, but you don't know what you don't know about the process. So one of the things I'm going to recommend to every advisor who plans to be in this game for at least another 10 years is I don't need you to become an expert in digital marketing and social media marketing, but you better know what questions to ask your people. Because I think a lot of advisors are just black boxing this thing and they're not getting results or they're under uh, a false, sets, a false uh, set of expectations and it's just creating a lot of frustration. All right, so let me tell you the difference in my view between digital marketing and social media marketing, okay? Social media marketing is about, is about personal branding. It's about putting you out there as a subject matter expert, as a personality. The whole purpose 
of doing social media is that the the viewer or the consumer of whatever it is that you are putting out there they can kind of start to get to know you they can start seeing themselves maybe talking to you maybe sitting down with you they get a sense of who you are as a person and as a professional we are all in the personal branding business it is absolutely does not matter anymore whether your your business card says Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, UBS, Wells Fargo, Raymond James. Nobody hires. I don't care what the powers to be want to tell you. It's a lie. Nobody hires you because of the name of the firm that's on your business card. And quite quite frankly, sometimes it's quite the opposite. It's detrimental to your business development activities. So if you're at one of these big firms, that's fine. Like we're not having that conversation today. Um. Don't sit there and say, well, the firm does this. No, no, no. The firm does it. If the firm's running an ad, it's for the firm's brand, not for you. You don't benefit from that. Don't think you do. You don't. Their ad spend is about their firm brand, not you, the advisor. That's number one. This is all about you. Personal branding. So you have to. So what does that start to look like? Well, it, it may sound. And by the way, I don't. I don't. This. I don't offer this. So this. So I've got no economics in this thing. But your marketing is going to look like my, a lot like my marketing. You'll be doing podcasts and video cast and and putting you out there, and you'll take positions, right? And you'll take positions what your your compliance will allow. But you must inject your personality into the mix. If you don't do that, then don't bother. In my mind, don't do anything. Like why bother? Just sho- you know, shoving a bunch of stuff up there on LinkedIn and Facebook and maybe a newsletter to your clients. That's all boilerplate. Doesn't tell me anything about you, your team, what's going on in your world. It's literally useless. So stop. Just don't do anything. Save some money. Save some time. You don't need to deal with it. Now, if you're going to do that, then don't whine and complain, right? Or, or like be upset when you don't have a business development game going on. Right, because what we're talking about here is where the game's co- is currently at and where it's going, not where it's come from. And if you're under the concept that hey, when this thing opens up, we're all going to go back to seminars and all of that, I got news for you. I have no illusion that's going to happen anytime soon. And it may happen like in three or five years. Now you want to sit and kind of hang out and wait and see how that rolls. That's your choice. I like to go. Quite frankly, I want to go to where the business is going to be. The great one, Green Gretzky, right? What was his key to his success? Not skate to where the puck is, skate to where the puck's going. Anticipation, right? So here's the conversation. So social media, right, is all about you, the brand. Now, digital marketing is different. So here's the nuance on this. Digital marketing is geared to, it's mostly ad-driven, although it can be like podcasts and stuff like that, but it's driven to, you're driving somebody to take an action. That action could be to download a white paper, um, watch this online masterclass, which I have several clients developing a version of that now, which is cutting edge stuff. Uh, sales funnels, like using click funnels or Kajabi, right? Really building a powerful, modern brand and sales funnel. That is the future. If you're going to do like marketing, marketing and business development, that is no more cold calling, no more seminars, no more of that. All online, all here. Why? Because my industry, right, the the coaching, the consulting, the, you know, whatever you want to call this thing, right, the personal development industry, we have all morphed. Several years ago, 
to an online game. You know, there are coaches and consultants making seven figures doing stuff online. No, no live events, no live interaction. It's, it's, it's ads, content, sales funnel, process, buy. Right? Pretty simple. Your world is not as simple here, right? Because there's a lot of moving parts in, in uh, financial planning, deliverables, and asset management, and risk tolerance, and all that. But to get the person in the funnel to lead them through, I've got clients that are signing that are signing new relationships, never meeting the person. You know, doing everything right now via Zoom, via referral. But I'm telling you where our game is going, right? So. It's not that I need you to master digital marketing. I need you to be aware of it. So when you hire a person or a firm or a company, you know what questions to ask. You know how to interpret the data, the analytics, right? you got to be a because it's your money. And so you cannot abdicate. You know, look, I, I hire uh, digital marketers, uh, sales funnel builders, uh, PR person now. Um, and a year ago, one of the goals I had for myself was I need to understand uh, online branding, social media, and digital marketing. I need to understand it. I don't need to be expert to go sell it. But I need to I need to understand it. And so for the last last year, I spent many many days, many weeks, many tens of thousands of dollars on training programs, on consultants, and coaches, and stuff like that to get a very deep working knowledge. And so now what I do with my clients is not that I execute it for them, but I guide them on the questions to ask. Unless you're going to hire a firm, let's talk about what we want. Let's talk about what the funnel is going to look like. Let's talk about what the analytics need to be, what the KPIs need to be, what our ad buy is going to be, what our demographics are going to be, you know, all that, right? So now I can help my clients in those conversations. You as an advisor have got to learn those conversations so that when you retain somebody, again, whether it's in the social media side or the digital marketing side, so don't these are bifurcate. Do not think they're one and the same. They are not. Most advisors run a, a okay to weak social media game. Not a lot of not a lot of you out there. Digital marketing is a whole nother universe, but that is the future. Advisors who can master the digital marketing game are going to dominate this industry over the next five to ten years. And that is my prediction. Now, I've been at this for a long time. Um, and I've been always looking forward at what does this industry look like. I've been doing that since 1995. And when I look down the road, and by the way, this has got nothing to do with pandemic or no pandemic. So granted, it's here, but let me tell you, this was going to happen anyway. I just think it moved it up. Um, our society is an online society. We buy things online. We, can, we definitely now connect online. Um, I am under no illusion that this trend is not going to just reverse itself in six months, 12 months, 18 months. I think it's here to stay. And what it does for the advisor, if they put the right team around themselves, is, and I told my clients this, by the way, so this is the same advice, so I'm giving you guys stuff that I, I normally just tell my clients, is that if you can get out there and get it, get an online game going with the right social media presence and the right digital marketing process. That this is like being in the seminar, this is like deciding you're going to do seminars in 1990. Number one, 90 to 95% of our industry will not do this. They can't because of their business models, their psychology, kind of they're wired. It's just not going to happen. That's fine. Maybe they don't need to. But if you're going to be one of those five percenters 
and you go, you know what? He's right. Yeah, I can see that. Then step into it and lean in hard and figure out your game on what you want to do. Go find the best consultants. Go find the best team that you can put around yourself. And here's the other thing with digital marketing and social media. And I talk to a lot of people and those are a lot of folks and we, you know, we're not going to get into names like I said. One of the things that will frustrate a, a consultant like that is unrealistic expectations. So let's talk about this. Social media, right? Even if you're doing podcasting and video, like you're doing personal stuff, right? Um, I have, I think, over a thousand YouTube videos up. Hundreds of podcast episodes, right? I will tell you from Mike's, and by the way, I think I operate in a very, very saturated industry. Y'all get so much stuff thrown at you, um, and we'll talk about those people in a second, um, that, you know, I have to work very hard to stand out. And by the way, I don't plan to be stand out with everyone. So the, the thing about digital marketing and social media marketing is you need to have a, you need to make statements, you need to have a position. You're not, you're not trying to talk to everyone. You know, one of my, one of my coaches that I hired last year um, had a very good state, and I never, it's, just, it's, it's always in my head. If you try to talk to everyone, you talk to no one. So you got to know who your target market is, and you talk to that target market. You don't talk to anybody else. You want to repel everybody else. And even inside of that target market, you want to have a situation where you don't like, everybody likes you. You don't want to be liked by everybody. In fact, I like when, when and it, happened, it happens more recently than that, where I get flamed. You know, people write on my YouTube channel, and I'll get some nasty notes. You know why? Guess what? It's resonating with people because very nasty note, I, I get two or three people want to talk to me about what I do. So I know I'm, I'm putting the right kind of messaging out there, right? That's what advisors need to do. You can't try to, don't try to be all things to all people. Have a position. I'm not saying you need to be controversial because compliance probably won't let you do that. But, you know, don't just educate people. You know, I, I see it all the time and even some of the content I see that's um, personal, like, you know, per, like the advisors actually doing the content. They're doing a ton of education, ton of information, especially recently, right? Uh, PPP, PPP, CARES Act, all the stuff, right? Educate, educate, which is fine. I get that. Tell me what you believe, right? What did I do a month ago? I came on or maybe it's five weeks now. And I, and I said, I have a real problem with advisors taking PPP money, taking government handouts. I have a real problem with that, especially if you don't need it. I have a real problem with it. And I tell them, and I, I explain it, and I give you my belief set, right? That caused people to love me and to really not like me, right? Kind of there's like one way or the other, right? But I told you my position and my belief set. And I've had clients go back and give, you know, interestingly enough, I've had people come to me, clients of mine say, hey, you know what? I read, I saw that and uh, I decided to, I canceled my application or I, I got the money and I, I actually took it back to the bank and said I didn't need it, right? I'll give it, to, you know, let somebody else who really needs to have it. So, you know, I was, I was very pleased by that. Like I had influenced people, right? That's what, that's what social media marketing is supposed to do. You're supposed to take a position on things, right? Now, with the digital marketing, it's a little bit different. It's about what I'll call seducing somebody to come and take an action because you create a story, a narrative. And we're not going to get into that today where the, you, you invite them to take an action. In our case, typically, it's going to be to opt into something, right? Download our white paper, our financial planning worksheet, our three-part masterclass on X, on retirement planning, whatever it happens to be, right? You're going to want them to take an action. That marketing is very different. We're not going to cover that today. But the social media part, you have to cover today. 
Now, the next thing, real quick. I am noticing a lot. There are a lot of consultants running around, especially on LinkedIn, who are promising advisors the moon, right? Okay, 20 appointments on LinkedIn every month, right? All this stuff. If it sounds too good to be true and you cannot verify it and they will not give you a 30-day contract or at least some way to test the thing, be very, very skeptical. Just saying that, right? I'm not going to get into names, but I think my uh, my colleague, uh, Kirk Lowe, uh, recently uh, did a piece on this on LinkedIn. You can probably go find it. It's very worthwhile to consume um, because, again, this game is not a, you know, like we talk about get rich quick, like investing, right? Get rich quick, right? When you hear that, sounds too good to be true. It normally is, right? Well, take that same concept and say, wait a second. If somebody's promising to me the moon, how's that, how can that be, right? I'm telling you right now, digital marketing and social media marketing are long-term plays. And primarily, it's based upon the quality of the content, the quality of the offer, dialing in your demographic and your audience, and then how much you want to invest in getting eyeballs, period, All right? Very simple formula. So my point is, make sure that if you're going to engage with a coach consultant, that you do a lot of background, especially if they want a longer-term commitment, right? Ask for ask for references. You know, I just took on a new client. Great story, real quick. Then we'll get you out of here. Uh, younger guy, you know, younger is relative to me right now, right? So like thirties, um, and uh, you know, kind of came in my world, heard me on a podcast, which is where most of my people find me these days. And uh, you know, so it was interesting. We had a conversation, and then he wanted to talk to some of my clients, which is great. Typically, they do that towards the end, right? This trust verify thing. But he wanted to trust verify front, which okay, I'll play. So give him you know, three or four names, talk, and he talks to everybody, which you know most people when they want references don't really call them. This, this guy did talk to everyone. Steps in, steps in. He's now a client. Great guy, love him. New client. So now we've got this mastermind, right? And uh, and I thought he'd be a good fit. I've got a seat open, so I said, you know, you'd be really good here. I can tell. And uh, so what? Guess what? Same protocol. Names. Talk to him. Talk to him. Talk to him. Got it. Got his agreement back the other day. Now, from a coaching perspective, you would think that would be like, man, this guy's like a lot of work, right? I appreciate that because this person was so thorough in their evaluation of what I do and how I do it that I know as I serve him and deliver the goods, because I always deliver the goods, he'll be with me for a long, long time, right? Because my agreement's are 30 days. I don't lock people into anything, right? I don't believe in it. I think, and this just, again, I'm giving my personal opinion. If you're dealing with a performance coach or a performance coaching company and they need to lock you in for six months or a year, they want their money up front, they are not putting their money where their mouth is. You are taking all the risk in that, my friend. And when I go against those, and most a lot of times it's competitive for me, I win because I've got a better model, period, right? So what do we learn today in this episode? Number one, the new game where the puck is going is online, digital marketing, and mastering social media. And like I said, you guys have got to get your heads around this. It's critically important, right? Number two, if things sound too good to be true, and I think this is what a lot of advisors are doing. They're just they're hiring these people because I got to get, you know, they prey on our insecurities, right? Advisor insecurities, right? Well, if you're not doing it, 
the dude down the hall is, right? Or that person is, or you want your territory, don't you? Right? And they kind of play on that fear and that scarcity and that insecurity, and they get you to write them a big check. Don't do it. Think about it. Do your process. Do your protocol. If you want some good, and again, I've got no economics in this. If you want some references, the people that I trust with my clients who I refer, I'm happy to offer that to you as a resource. So let me know if you want that. If not, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching this episode of Magellan Network Show. And again, Magellan Network, MagellanNetwork.net. Come, come try your 14-day trial. I'm going to send you literally 10 hours of free content to consume in that trial. See you soon. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business, please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network Podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.